2: Also, well, my
4: recommendation is that anyone attempting to leave the mountain should be shot on sight.
1: Hello, good evening, and welcome to Gatecast, episode 240, and we are joined again by somebody who has managed to dash from work early enough to catch us, as he's eight hours behind me.
5: Hi, everyone. You're all right, Jeff. Yep. Excellent.
1: Good. I mentioned you in tweet.
5: <laughs> yeah, the my phone beeped that there's the Twitter. Okay, yeah.
1: Woohoo. Assuming this is in order, I numbered the episode correctly. Yes, you did. Yay, without even asking you. <laughs> Where did it go? Where did what go? I saw a Skype call recorder launched, but it vanished. I rebooted and it didn't launch.
0: All right, Jeff, in full-time employment, so the uh, podcast recording <laughs> opportunities are reduced.
5: Yep, full-time job now.
1: Yay! I want a full-time job now. Uh,
5: <laughs> I am teaching 8th grade language arts at a business and economics academy.
1: University starts back on Tuesday. and I had my repeat Swedish exam today, and I don't think I did well enough. I've passed. Okay. The, the credits are in. In fact, this is record speed, because usually after I pass a course, it doesn't come up on my academic record for at least a month. <laughs> so I have, as a backup, also registered for the finished course. Mm-hmm. I don't want to let two periods between now and Christmas go by without having language study in there. That makes sense. So if I don't do well enough in the Swedish, I will be studying Finnish for the next four months.
5: That should be interesting since Finnish doesn't really have any relations you would have dealt with very much. Seems to be the the language trying to steal all the umlauts from every other language when I see it written out.
1: And let's not forget the find of L. (laughs) Yeah. And Ks and Ps.
5: Bartharbunga. Oh Bartharbunga uh, is the new is the volcano in Iceland.
1: Finish, by the way, is emphasis on the four syllable, always on the fourth syllable and never on any other. <laughs> I have images in my head of that scene in Monty Python's mini of life with everyone shouting get on with it <laughs> See Cultural Touchstones.
0: Yeah. Some things cross all boundaries.
5: I actually have a holy grail poster in my classroom now.
1: Wow. What grade are you teaching?
5: Eighth grade language arts. That's a thing. Eighth grade English. Hmm. So 13, 14-year-old kids, finally getting it through their heads that yes, you capitalise the beginning of every sentence and you <laughs> spell things correctly. Sounds like a personal bug There. <laughs>
1: De- there, I ask, are. One or two spaces. One. Thank you.
5: We're not on a typewriter any longer.
1: Two spaces <clears throat> is an abomination unto Nuggin.
5: Have you read Monster's Regiment? No. Ah, oh,
1: okay.
0: He agrees with the sentiment. Yes. <laughs>
5: I'm hoping to be able to teach the Time Machine this year, have the kids read the Time Machine and then explain the proletariat and the bourgeoisie and how they're going to evolve. What about Wells' on
1: subtle Misogyny?
5: I won't worry about that. That'll come up anyway because my class is, I think, two-thirds are girls, the other third's boys. For some reason we have way more girls in eighth grade this year.
1: Anyway, shall we commence to start? <laughs> since I'm going to have to stop an hour and 24 minutes anyway.
5: Good evening, everybody.
0: Welcome to latest episode of Gatecast. We're going to rush right in because we're all on the clock at the moment. Alan's got to be packed away and uh, all quiet by 11pm his time.
1: Which is one hour and 20 minutes. I noticed the exchange students have moved in and they've started their party where they cheer at random intervals varying uh, roughly every one minute and 10 seconds plus or minus 12%. <laughs> right. When it's going on until 3am, you notice. Know yeah. So why are you obeying the rules? Because
0: um, he's a grumpy old Irishman. Thank <laughs> Because he wants that other apartment.
1: <laughs> Always fun. Although uh, that said, please leave this in as a point of interest, listeners. Do we have any ingress players? If so, contact me. I'm at phased out on Twitter. I'm phased out on ingress and on pretty much every other social media available and imaginable, except that specifically aimed at the under fifteen.
5: Would you like to spell that?
1: P H A Z E D O U T
5: green is good blue is bad hi i'm ian and i'm jonathan and i'm rem inviting you to join us for the sci-fi movie podcast a weekly review and exploration of the sci-fi movies that we all love ever wonder why stanley kubrick removed a clockwork orange from distribution in the uk why did ridley scott's alien have no eyes or who's the better dread? Sylvester Stallone or Carl Urban? Judgment time. And why do I hate the fifth element so much? Uh, really? Don't even get me started. Follow us on Facebook at Sci-Fi Movie Podcast. The Sci-Fi Movie Podcast. Subscribe in iTunes or visit our website at sci-fi-moviepodcast.com.
1: You ingress, aren't you, Jeff?
5: Yeah, except I'm the other side. I'm green.
1: How's this for a fit of peak? And I'll limit my ingress to this call is 10 minutes in. And I'll finish this anecdote by the time we hit 12. <laughs> we went to a, a great... Well, well, they have a group of five portals that they'd sync to multi hacked, And uh, Mike has no idea what I'm talking about. And four <laughs> of us went and blew them up, basically, <laughs> because we had three level 10s and a 14. Wow. Yeah. And we just basically... I'll put it this way. I hacked one portal that was a 60-second drive away from the others on the way in. And we went in, blew them up, knocked all the mods off, and I have a 20-second cooldown on the same portal on the way out. Cool. So less than five minutes. Yeah. And the one level eight portal that we had that's near me, they blew it up. They got as close as they could, deployed eight level one resonators and a link cam. As mods go, that's pretty much useless. And they didn't touch any other portal in the area. And that just strikes me as childish. Because the thing is, We'd built those portals in their area up. Oh, they virus always flipped them.
5: Yeah, that's just taking it down to flip you off.
1: Yeah, basically, and just be childish and annoying. And the guy that did it is the reason I left the greens, because of his inappropriate and inexcusable behavior.
5: Yeah, see, we have people I know who it around here aren't like that, but I've run into a couple of blues down about 20 miles south of me who are like that. Whenever I go visit my girlfriend in Kenosha, if I go through and hack portals, are all of a sudden they'll come through and... Destroy anything I've done just to destroy it. And...
1: You don't own a portal. It's not yours. You can't own one. There's no point in getting precious about it. Yeah. And I've overrun by 30 seconds.
0: Fascinating stuff.
1: <laughs> I did know 23 seconds in that you wouldn't have a clue what I was on about.
0: I picked the basics up.
1: It really was a very childish thing. Green is the Borg. Resistance is not futile.
0: <laughs> and funnily enough, I was going to say... That Alan was just launching into a diatribe of Ingress talk when Jeff joined us and broke up the conversation.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good enough, then. Pick a language and we'll get this started.
1: Well, as I was going to say, in honour of the fact that I spent the last two weeks stuffing as much Swedish into my head as would fit.
0: So, Swedish then. Off you go.
1: two, et, clicky. Previously,
0: I started SG1.
1: Oh, lots of action.
0: Well. Wow. Yeah, straight into it. No lying. Oh, oh, yes, there's a Dan. So, done. Boo. Boo.
4: What are you guys saying? You think that I've been brainwashed?
0: Of course, he's probably a good guy now. <laughs> <laughs> Pin him down. Waterboard him.
1: <laughs> that looks like a classic car.
5: It is a classic car. Yeah. The Mustang.
1: Yep. That looks vaguely reminiscent of the Supernatural vehicle. Similar era.
2: You made good time, Colonel. Yes, sir. Well, it's a good thing I left early.
0: Spent a good couple of hours in the writing room trying to figure out what car Cameron would drive. <laughs> they have to do that for all the characters, and somehow it's you know difficult to
5: agree on a, a make or model.
1: I was thinking Ben just brought his own.
5: <laughs> I guess a nice classic car like that fits fighter pilot. Mm. They want something fast and, and sexy.
0: Yeah, but you, you wouldn't. I, I wouldn't drive a car like that into the woods on unpaved roads.
5: Well, probably wasn't that bad of a drive. He wasn't gonna worry about. Branch scratching off paint or anything like that.
2: Unfortunately, it also means that Colonel Carter will be delayed until Reynolds gets back to take command of the SGC. What about Jackson? Still in England.
1: I get the impression this is going to be strictly a Cameroon episode. Yeah. They're basically trying to away when there's nobody else
5: here. Yeah.
1: He's obviously quite excited. You
2: <laughs> know. Like a fat kid in a candy store. I was a big boy in my youth.
5: Oh
0: that's not a good way to start, Cameron. <laughs> yes, sir. Sorry,
2: sir. Anyway, Val is hitching a ride with the others, so until then, it's just you and me.
0: Another episode where Michael Shanks is on maternity leave.
1: Maternity leave. unless well, said there's been some major biological changes, to Mr. Shanks. Yeah, you knew what I meant.
2: You <laughs> see is what this is all about. Kick back. Put our feet up for the day.
0: And this is Jack's cabin. They were considering calling it Landry's cabin, but unfortunately, as they pointed out, you couldn't mistake it for anything but Jack's <laughs> cabin.
2: So they might as well use it.
5: I was just about to ask if that was O'Neill's cabin or not.
2: We all need to stop for air now and then. We'll burn out. That's the one thing you people don't know how to do. So I'm making it an order. Yes, sir.
0: The cabin's in north of Vancouver, right behind the uh, trees, the highway and housing estates.
2: Is Jack
5: actually here?
0: No. Uh
5: He's in Washington these days. I'm not one for cabins, but that really looks nice and looks like a great place to spend a weekend or something.
1: Yeah, well, once it's not Minnesota winter.
5: (laughs) I like the winter.
1: I like the winter. After six weeks of 25 plus Celsius every day, I'm looking forward to the winter.
5: That's what we've been having lately here, too.
1: Welcome to my nightmare.
4: While accounts have lived on this planet for generations and never
5: encountered an animal they perceived as an unmanageable threat. Perhaps it was not an animal.
0: Tilk, you've got the wrong boots on. Everybody's got them suede boots on.
5: Tilk styling. Yep. So if an animal didn't tear these people
4: apart, what did?
1: Oh my Oh dear me
0: <laughs>
5: That's not good
1: i credits
0: Funnily enough, they had to be very careful about the dead bodies just to get the amount of gore They couldn't have too little and they couldn't have too much Right then, Uninvited, Season 10, Episode 5 of Stargate SG-1 Gatecast, Episode 240 This episode was written by Damien Kindler and directed by William Waring and had its U.S. premiere August 11th, 2006. The U.K. got it November the 15th. The Canadians November the 30th. Germany got it August the 8th, 2007. The Swedes November the 7th. And Japan November the 11th, 2008. There were a few shows with episodes of the same name. One Life to Live, Doors Next Door, CSI, Real Housewives of Miami, Melissa and Joey, and Sven Gulli. <laughs> Sounds like a fantastic series that does.
5: That's a horror movie series. Is it? Yeah, it's like a uh, Elvira kind of thing.
0: All right. And we're back. An opening shot of a generic US Army Humvee.
2: The people of P9J333 have never before encountered an indigenous creature they believe capable of such an act. Bala, you've shrunk.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the chairs to make sure they're the same chairs, because he looks so small.
1: She's
5: oh. sitting on a phone book.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, could be. is a phone book.
5: <laughs> no, we didn't make contact with the population until after people started going missing. Okay.
0: Colonel Reynolds, played by Eric Brecker, one of his 16 appearances in Stargate's D1.
5: She really is just tiny neck Tilk there. It...
0: I mean, the seat is a bit lower than Tilk's, but still.
1: She's like Brandy Weatherwax. She walks taller than she is.
0: Yeah, it could be.
1: There's anomaly focused on her breast or her ass, and you're not noticing where her head is.
5: <laughs> it reminds me of Lily Tomlin doing the little girl routine on the big oversized chair or whatever.
1: Oh, yes, I
0: remember that.
1: And on the other hand, Carter looked taller than everyone, including Teok. Well,
0: she's in the general's chair. Yeah. And you automatically straighten your back and, you know, mm. nose large, and in the <laughs> general's chair.
1: She looks really thin, though. Ooh. Amanda, she doesn't look well there.
5: Just kind of.
1: Cheekbones are quite prominent. I wonder was she ill prior to filming.
3: You and Vala head to 333 with SG's 3 and 25. See if you can figure out what we're dealing with without being detected by the locals. Good plan, boss.
2: Yes.
3: Vala's experience notwithstanding, I want everyone to exercise extreme caution. We should find out whether this is prior-related or not.
2: Is General Landry not expecting us at his cabin?
0: Then mm-hmm. not we're not going.
2: <laughs>
3: oh, I'm sure Colonel Mitchell will be very pleased to hear he's got more special alone time with the General.
1: Ah, special <laughs>
5: <laughs> That
0: sounds wrong when it comes from her Yeah,
1: special is just wicked.
5: I <laughs> wonder how much of the chair thing was unexpected forced perspective.
0: It could be. I can't imagine they planned for that. They didn't mention anything about it in the commentary.:
3: I propose a 50/50 split. I think it's only fair. I'm the one with all the contacts to unload something like this. Anything less than that would just be well plain wrong.
0: Can you imagine these pair together all the time?:
3: <laughs> Okay, name your price. We'll say something. It's called negotiating.
4: They're not coming.
0: Oh, there you go. As long as the cabin's got Wi-Fi, you know, you're fine.
2: Out of here. Something is eating people on P9J333. Tilken Valor checking it out. Really?
5: Ooh, Red Stripe. What's that, domestic? It's actually a Jamaican beer. Is it? Right. Really clean lager. And put away that laptop. And you can't
2: possibly still be writing mission reports. And if you are, I don't want to read anything that long.
1: But they couldn't <laughs> say it was just on Facebook, could they?
0: No. Now, would you believe that this scene was shot at night. What? I know.
1: That is impressive. Yeah.
0: That tree in the background is the only thing they had to put in the shot to make sure you couldn't see the night sky. Everything else is just lighting.
1: Actually, the shadow under the eaves there, now that you mention it, does look, uh, and the windows as well, reflecting daylight.
0: Yeah, you look at the windows. Yeah. ain't got the proper reflections, but... You're not looking for it, you don't even consider that. It's not a normal day.
1: If yeah, I hadn't mentioned it See, I wouldn't have noticed it. No, neither would have I. Remember the hole in the ground? Yeah. I wonder if they use similar lighting. Because you said that was shot in the studio.
0: Now the look of this planet is just a combination of smoke machines and tweaking the uh visual effects controls on the HD cameras.
1: There does look to be a filter on there.
0: Aha. Tracked. You know what? If Ronan was here. He would be tasting that, and he could tell you how old
5: it was. <laughs> Recognise the tracks?
2: I do not.
3: What we need to do first is dig a deep pit. This looks like a very good spot.
5: Really, I'm not liking the SG-3 patch this time. That tree just looks too... And where
1: SG-25 there? 25? I
5: didn't see
0: 25. 25's there. I saw 25. 25's just been <laughs> budgeted. <laughs> You will soon meet the commander of SG-25. Yeah,
1: the lawn of the SG teams seem to be coming for
0: I've got to admit, I like the very faint screams in the background. Gives you an idea what's going on off camera. Yay, there we go. There is.
5: It came out of nowhere. Never seen anything like it.
0: Played by Jodie Graham. Played a you deny know in two episodes of Atlantis.
1: Huh.
0: Looks a bit young to be a colonel, to be honest, but we'll let it go. Remain calm.
2: You will be fine. <laughs>
4: no. Checkmate. Yep. Too good for me, sir.
1: Mitchell doesn't strike me as a chess player.
0: No. No. <laughs> long deliberation is not coming to fighter pilots.
5: No. I like the cavalry sabers there behind Mitchell.
1: What?
0: Yeah, you wonder if that is Jack's or something that came with the cabin when he bought it.
5: Yeah. Although Air Force, he, he might have got part of his dress uniform. Nope. Air Force doesn't issue swords. Marine Corps is the only one that sells swords.
0: Oh, right.
1: And me. <laughs> Don't have it yet. I need my doctorate before I get my sword.
0: Yeah. Okay, wouldn't come as a surprise to you that all this lightning and rain is a special effect. Practical special effects, of mm-hmm. course
5: they figured out lightning and thunder how to do those well a long time ago
0: yeah well one of the things that director William Wearing said in the commentary it's great when they can get out on location and take all the big toys with them
2: (laughs) you chose to make it your personal mission to get Colonel Carter Dr. Jackson and Tilt back together that's true and I wouldn't change that for the world you said you wanted to learn from the
1: very best yes I did
0: shooting a lot on set you don't get to use stuff like this
1: this is inside the actual cabin
0: yes it is and it looks a lot bigger than it actually is. It's about twenty foot square inside <laughs> in the main living room.
5: I'm surprised they actually filmed inside the cabin. I'm tried surprised to really they fit the camera in else. because yeah. that's the size of the
2: space I'm in now. I believe in you, Colonel. Thank you, sir. But we're getting our asses kicked. Yes, we are. And we're not going to get medals for participation. No, sir. We win or we die. I prefer winning. But you started by bringing SG One back together. I need you to continue. Working together if we're gonna have any hope. Your job is to make sure that happens.
4: Very good, sir.
0: They use the cabin for the daylight, so it's probably easier than rebuilding it on set. After all, we know that Stargate is always made on a budget.
5: Run Vala! Yay.
0: Nice one shot steady cam job.
5: Notice her uniform pants get tighter at the knees and flare out at the ankles. She's got fitted pants.
0: <laughs> she probably demands that. That's probably handmade. You know, she went off base with a few
1: dollars and. I'll be honest with you. I didn't get as far as her knees. <laughs>
3: oh. Oh, you could have warned me. I nearly shot you.
0: Yes, work together, children. Work together.
1: Yeah, I really don't remember this episode
0: at
2: all.
5: <laughs> it's a nice episode, but it, it doesn't really tie in with the overarching story. So.
2: I hear nothing. <laughs>
3: Probably because you scared it away. That's good. Now we.
0: Can... Tilt's always got a grenade. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hello, big boy.
5: <laughs> oh, tilt needs to lace corset tighter.
3: <laughs> well, I'm flattered, but I don't think we have time for this.
1: She's not flattered. She's <laughs> flattered.
0: They got the timing right for that explosion by basically putting the explosive squib onto the camera itself. So as soon as the grenade flew underneath, boom.
5: Barbecue anybody?
3: So much for taking it alive.
5: That's pretty nasty looking. Yeah.
0: Oh poor old Valor. Denied the chance to capture an exhibit a live specimen.
1: What's that the power? <laughs>
0: This is ghost story weather.
1: (laughs) That must be underground cable, because I don't see... I should see a pilot or at least a wire running to the cabin.
5: Um, you know, actually, has the cabin shown up in Supernatural at all? Because it really looks like it could have.
0: It's appeared in Fringe and Motive. I don't recall ever seeing it in Supernatural, but like you say, if you've got the location to shoot in and around Vancouver, it tends to get used a lot.
5: Right, and it's such a really cool-looking set.
1: You do you do see the same actors turning up over and over again. Yeah. By the way, I, I managed to burn through all ten currently extant episodes of season four of Teen Wolf since Monday.
0: Excellent. Yeah. So yeah, no spoilers.
5: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not watching Teen Wolf. I'm in the middle of uh, Psych, which is another Vancouver show.
0: Did you find the pilot?
5: No, I still haven't. I've got it on my
0: server. Hmm. Cool. That'd be nice. Son of a bitch, Mitchell. <laughs> I thought I thought
2: Great stuff. So. Me too.
4: <laughs> That'd have been a hell of a story, sir. Yeah. Shotgun, huh?
0: You hear a noise, the first thing you do is grab your shotgun and grab your 9mm and go creeping around the cabin. When there's somebody else in the cabin.
1: You know what I, I gotta say? I'd love to have had McKay in that scene. <laughs> I think you would have had a lot. Yeah. Thank you. Well.
4: Good night, sir. Night, Night, Mitchell.
0: Good night, John Boy. Good night, Ma. Good night,
2: Pa.
4: General. Listen, uh... Maybe I'm not the only one around here who needs to relax. I'll try not
2: to shoot you before morning. Thank you, sir. Same here. Uh,
0: General, could you read me a story, please? (laughs) It should be a lot wetter out there, the amount of rain they had overnight.
5: If it had been dry for a while, the ground would have soaked it up.
4: Yes, sir. The uh, phone's still down, power's out, I figured we'd head back to
2: reality today. Unfortunately, the storm washed out the road into town.
5: Yeah, the
0: bridge is washed out, so you're not going anywhere, lad. Odd luck.
2: (laughs) It's the only road in and out of here. Looks like we're roughing it until they get it cleared. Yes, sir, but you're a powerful Air Force General, you could order us up a chopper. We don't use helicopters for our own personal transportation, Mitchell.
5: Yes, we do. <laughs> right, sir.
2: Besides, I already checked. There wasn't one available. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that just sounded better if you hadn't mentioned that bit, General. Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor old
5: Cameron. Stuck in the woods with okay. the General. Thank you. Pants get tight at the knees and the flare back out again.
1: does not a what you wear. She just looks Fantastic.
5: Thanks in part to my handiwork with a gold healing device. I'm
3: sure Dr. Lamb appreciates the help.
0: Again, a mention of Dr. Lamb.
3: I see you haven't gotten over your phobia of sitting in General Landry's chair.
0: That's nice. That is. Oh. Yes, it is. <laughs> Alarm should be going off. Woman on the premises. Woman on the premises.
3: <laughs> Actually, Dr. Elizabeth Weir sat there all the time when she ran the SGC. She did. Hmm. Good for her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. Not on the desk.
3: So, now that the deadly creature of P3 whatever's been dealt with, when do we go?
0: It is odd, isn't it? That Sam isn't sitting in the general chair. When she is, you know, officially in charge of this, she's at the moment.
5: The whole don't sleep in your parents' bed kind of thing.
0: They said in the commentary, you know, it's about time she was running the show.
5: She's a colonel now on the show, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was probably a couple of months before they decided to move it to Atlantis. I'd imagine when the commentary was recorded.
5: No one looked good in that hat. The Fulvous Whistling
2: Duck. Very rare. Endangered, actually. Only spotted one once in my life. And as good fortune would have it, their mating season is right now.
0: <laughs> well, that's it, Cameron. Some, yeah. You're wearing that for a joke, aren't you?
2: <laughs> you know what?
4: The hat really sells it.
0: And Beau just deadpan.
4: <laughs> oh, you're serious. Well, sir, as uh, tempting as a duck that whistles sounds, though.
0: And you just keep talking. I
4: was thinking about going for a run, work off
2: some of that beer from last night. You're missing the opportunity of a lifetime, Mitchell.
0: And talking and
2: talking. Are you making it an order? Birding is something you have to have in your soul, son. You have to come to it on your own.
5: <laughs> These two did the and awkward interactions, interactions really well for the episode. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I have ending.
2: The plaintiff mating call of this duck... Is unlike anything you've ever heard.
0: I have brought you your own binoculars, lad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's going to guilt you into it now. <laughs> Just look at oh. Ben's face, you know. He is <laughs> on the verge of...
5: <laughs> Mitchell, like, you're, there isn't anyone else here. Let me look around again.
1: The twitch of the eyebrow there.
0: <laughs> yeah. Can you do that on cue? Yes, good. Do it. <laughs> and then the general ear. He enjoyed that. <laughs> he enjoyed that a lot. How can he not notice anybody in the bushes?
5: Invisible or cloaked or whatever?
0: We didn't know that at this point.
1: The visions type implies that.
5: Yeah. Because <laughs> it's Predator-like vision, so it kind of implies he's invisible, I thought.
0: And here is Keegan Connor Tracy for a one and only appearance in Stargate, playing Dr. Redden. our first seen her in Jake 2.0. What up, Ian? Battlestar, Once Upon a Time, Bates Motel. The Blue Fairy. The Blue Fairy? Yes, with the uh, quite impressive cleavage for a fairy. Yeah. They do tend to dress female stars provocatively in that show, considering it's family orientated.
5: I like Little Red Riding Hood.
0: <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> She's got legs on her.
3: I'm here. Huh. It looks like there's some kind of extraneous sac or abscess attached to the stomach wall itself. Can I have scalpel Attempting to remove it now.
5: Kind of reminiscent of the hallucinogenic bugs from that one episode.
0: Yeah, it's a bit, yeah.
3: Whoa!
0: Ah, that's a worm. And they called that Mr. Hanky, the physical prop. <laughs> that obviously was CGI. <laughs> you know, to get the line, Mr. Hanky.
5: That's one of the not as good of CGI jobs they did for the show.
0: Thank you. Aha, the secret is revealed. That's what tilt keeps down his pants. Tell you what, he damn well got there quick. I know it's not that far away, but he was really on the ball. Help!
4: Help! Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Get out of here! Watch where you're pointing that weapon. What's wrong? Something attacked us, man. It came out of nowhere attack
3: my buddy Mike! Alright, alright, take me to
0: Mike. Okay, <laughs> keep running then, mate, keep running, don't stop. <laughs> I'm so terrified, I ran away and left my best mate. Now I've stopped running, I'm gonna explain it to a Stranger and go back with him carrying the gun.
5: Well, Anne managed to add on the, the hippie ass. Something happened, man!
1: <laughs> yeah. Once he did that, game over, man!
5: <laughs> oh dear. I have that cart now. Oh.
1: I get the impression that hand's not attacking.
5: It doesn't look like Quite it. Quite right. <laughs> Oh, the prison bus. How nice.
3: So it seems our large dead friend up in the lab used to look like this. Uh, Native uh, to P9J333, a docile herbivore, very shy and completely harmless according to the locals. Well, it seems one of them at least has had an identity crisis.
2: Yeah,
0: (laughs) he was having a really bad day and went on a murder spree.
3: That something I take it was creature number two. Exactly. This little fella.
5: Frightening little beast, that is. That makes it a gold-like creature as well, since it creates changes in the the body of the host.
2: Yet the inhabitants of P9J333 claim to have never seen or heard of any such mutation to any of the animals on their planet.
3: Oh, well, I strongly doubt that our smaller friend there is indigenous to the planet. So the question is, how did it get there?
2: Well,
0: a sun super saver holiday.
2: It was an animal, most likely a grizzly, protecting its young. Witness is pretty freaked out.
0: Yes, the sheriff, Wade Stokes, played by John Murphy. He's been in Alcatraz, shattered cold squad and does lots of voice work.
2: It doesn't mean you have to go making up things that are going to get the locals all excited. Well, I guess it's a little late for that. Seal off the park before the place turns into a shooting gallery. Look.
0: We're wearing him so saying how pleased you are with this sort of shot. You can get a hell of a lot of production value on a single shot. The extras in the trucks, police
5: cars. The rednecks in the trucks, you mean?
0: You look at it, it's a very simple shot. Just a pull back and a two-shot, you know. Nothing complicated about it. No.
1: Hmm. Nope, still no memory.
5: I like the new angle to the gate there. Or the, the front door, so to speak.
3: Lieutenant, you reported an emergency.
1: Boy's got a problem. What
5: happened? Colonel, we've got a problem.
0: There you go. What did I say? We have wounded. Yes.
5: Good job on having the... uh bio on the beastie on her screen there There have been no attacks of this nature reported by any
2: our settlements
3: none of our other off world allies are reporting any such contacts either except we now have an attack by yet another predatory creature this time on a completely different planet not to mention a world that's already been converted by the Ori
2: if the inhabitants of P2R 866 have already accepted origin there would be no need for the priors to inflict this creature upon them
3: exactly
0: I suppose that is a good thing that the Ori aren't behind it mm. But then again, they'd have been easier to blame
5: and probably easier to track down. Yeah, I don't remember the total end result of this episode. It's been too long since I've seen it.
1: Please don't tell me. <laughs> Let me have a genuine reaction for once. I think I missed it. <laughs> it's possible that I missed it.
5: Spoiler or, alert, they win in the end somehow. But <laughs>
1: Or, given I was still active at the time I watched it when I was so drunk that I don't remember it.
5: It's a, it's a good episode, but it really doesn't paying together with the rest of the episodes surrounding it, so it's one easy to miss or forget. Whatever
2: his motivation is, he sure got everyone's attention. we got a bunch of drunken hunters out there all hyped up looking for
5: revenge and glory.
0: But funnily enough, I never imagined that Jack, for all his military experience, would have such a stockpile of arms at his cabin.
5: I think that's more a result of what happened after, and plus, those are hunting rifles. They could have been kept up at the cabin so because the kid was too young when he shot himself by accident so the boy would have never been exposed to those rifles yet, ready access to them.
4: It has nothing to do with being here with you, sir. The truth is, if I sit around with nothing to do, I get antsy.
0: Now, this is the same woodland has been shooting for the alien planet.
1: All oh, right, right, Fred. Well What? T- I've na- I was start naming the trees. <laughs> okay. There's <That was> John. <laughs>
0: it's
5: the same stand of trees that's been in every galaxy in Atlantis, Universe, SG-1. Well,
0: of course, the ghoul didn't just nick humans, they took saplings as well.
5: Yes. Well, yeah, I mean, and I think Poffice were killed in those ferns there at least once. <laughs> I'm waiting
1: for Jafar to spring out.
0: <laughs> that's why SG-1 could never really do an ambush, because after all, there was nowhere to hide, everybody had seen everywhere. <laughs> that's where they ambushed us last time. It looks familiar. Trust me.
2: Followed my blood trail.
0: Well, isn't that making it a bit too easy for him?
2: Obviously you got away, sir.
0: You see dead people.
2: It took me eight days. So that's why you don't like to hunt. I never felt more alive. Yes, sir. But I wouldn't call it relaxing. Well,
4: we kind of twisted that way, sir.
5: Pull the strings harder. Yeah, <laughs> a nice little babbling brook there behind them.
0: Well, on another science fiction program, that was a giant white rabbit, which was late. Very late.
5: Sheriff Stokes, come in. We're about a mile northwest of Silver Creek Junction. We found another body. It's been torn to shreds.
1: Colonel, respond! I hear it, sir. That's a good idea. Run towards the dangerous thing.
5: Oh, that's what the brave ones do. Yeah. Brave slash dumb. Depends on what happens.
1: (laughs) There are old warriors and brave warriors. There are no (laughs) old brave warriors.
0: Now, hang on a minute. There's braetak. There's always braetak.
4: Pick number two.
0: You see, camouflage is good unless there could be somebody else out there with a gun. (laughs) Like these two, very serious looking individuals.
1: Are they members of the production Group?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, they're the Teamsters. <laughs> they take their union business seriously.
3: The second mission to P2R 866 was purely covert surveillance of an already converted planet. Two completely different missions, both to worlds not inhabited by scary creatures of any kind. Right. However, there was one single common element to both missions. Both required teams to remain inconspicuous. Stealth was key.
2: Then both teams would have been required to use a sodan cloaking device in order to remain hidden.
3: Exactly. And we tested them for safety and started deploying them on missions such as these just over a week ago.
0: Yeah, just done the token. and look bulky. Pose in your t-shirt. Can these arms be any shorter? They could a bit, yes. <laughs> Make it so.
5: One of the other teachers has lunchbox the other day. Spider-Man lunchbox. It actually has packed in a six-pack, stitched into the side of the lunchbox.
0: <laughs> uh, who wants to grow old and lose <laughs> the wonder of this sort of...
3: No abnormal energy readings, no power spikes. All systems appear to be normal. Looks like that one checks out too. How's it going? Nothing
1: yet.
0: But now you're here, we'll uh, discover something uncanny.
1: We didn't have to require three cast members.
0: That's in the contract. No significant plot element can be revealed unless there are three regular cast members on scene.
5: (laughs) Interesting image they have on the computer screen there.
0: Oh, Y-frame of the love, is it? Yeah.
3: He's determined to find out how it happened and catch those responsible.
2: It is ironic that not so long ago the mere presence of the Goa'uld on Earth would have been cause for great concern.
3: Seriously? Who'd ever think that we'd have bigger fish to fry? Or that you'd use the word ironic in a sentence. <laughs>
0: hey, I'm insulted. Indeed.
5: <laughs> I'm ready. Okay, go for it. <laughs> That that doesn't look very professional. Oh, he'll try to escape the village. There's elevated radiation coming from
3: within the area of the cloaking field.
0: Oh, it's coming to get you, it.
3: Levels are climbing.
0: It's coming to get you. (laughs) Freeze. Or I'll shoot. Is it just me, or does Tilk look like a cat that's brought a dead mouse in for its owner? And they just looked down in horror.
5: <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, well,
0: that's a lot of shells.
5: That's a ton of shells. <laughs> wow.
0: Yeah, all this was ad lib by the two actors.
5: Or a
4: vice presidential bird hunt.
5: Oh, that's
0: a
1: dig.
5: <laughs> it was such an easy dig to make at the time, though. <laughs> I had to admit, you know, it, stupid stuff like that does happen even to the best and most careful hunters. But it still didn't stop for making digs.
0: It livened up politics for a while. My fault, I know, but even now, let's get a close-up of uh, Ben. First thing I think of is John Crichton. Be very, very quiet. I'm hunting bit. You know, that's not ever going to get old. Blood's still dripping, and there's nobody there. That's not dripping, that's pooling.
4: Turn that thing off. Hello. Help
0: me. O B G Y N Crichton, you're my only hope. Sorry, my name's Cameron. So
3: you're sure you're okay?
0: I'm fine, Terrell
3: Carter. No headaches, no nausea, nothing that might indicate early symptoms of sudden onset monsterism.
2: I am fine. Actually, you are. There's no signs of radiation poisoning, no evidence of genetic manipulation.
1: Sudden onset monsterism. By the way, where was Lexa?
0: Well, since Michael Shanks is on maternity leave, it's probably Lexa who's had the baby. Ah. Good point. Obvious when you think about it.
3: I would like to know more about what actually happened. You said it just appeared inside the cloaking field, and then it just sat there like a lump.
0: Oh, poor Christopher. having to spend all this time with these three women. (laughs) Yes, fortunate you can have somebody to do all the exposition with.
3: (laughs) I suppose it's possible it was temporarily stunned by its transition to our dimension. I'm I'm sorry? Well, that would explain why the people using the cloaks haven't been attacked by the creatures. No, no, I I meant the transition to our dimension part... Ah, well, the sodan cloaking device emits an energy field around the wearer that puts them slightly out of phase with our normal dimension of space-time.
0: Yeah, please explain <laughs> for the audience that aren't keeping track Yeah, or can't remember watching the episode before.
3: So you think this creature is from an alternate dimension and is essentially bleeding through? Yeah, it's definitely possible.
5: Really just show how new of a doctor she is to the facility if she had to ask about dimensions.
0: Oh, i say, even if she'd been brought in as a specialist, she will not be reading the mission reports. She'd probably get an information packet that she needed to work with, and that'd be it.
3: Or at least, danger would have been nice.
0: (laughs) There probably is, but it's in (laughs) Sudan. I don't think there's anybody left to actually translate it anymore.
5: Maybe Jafar means danger, Will Robinson. Could be. Hell, it can mean anything, let's be honest.
4: Looks like it went straight through. Congratulations, you're gonna be fine. What? I've been shot. Yeah, you have. do done it. Don't worry, I've had worse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> first things first.
4: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can do that. As soon as I find out what you're doing, running around in the woods with a sodan cloaking device.
0: I'm going to have to chat with you. When you've answered my questions, then you can have medical attention. Yep. He's Jason Bryden, Canadian actor. You look kind of familiar. He's been in Battlestar, Jeremiah, and Sanctuary. Okay. Some sitcoms.
4: See, obviously you're not a old, otherwise you just heal yourself. What are you talking about? Snakes. Snakes in people's heads. Evil snakes. Controlling their host bodies with megalomaniac take over the galaxy delusions. I know what a old is. You know you're working for one?
0: You really do know the world's gone crazy when you have to specify what sort of snake is in your head. Crazy, Evil one, or a good one.
4: That's what they keep telling me. You know, they really should give you a personal shield to go with that cloaking device.
2: Oh, no,
0: it's only a little shotgun wound. You'll be fine. A
2: mile from here. I figure the most he learned is that Mitchell is terrible at chess and has some form of sleep apnea.
0: You've got to admit the security at Area 51 isn't very good. Seriously, lacking if this guy's got a, a device. Having coffee that hot an American thing or?
5: Well, it could be that cold out because they're out in the woods somewhere. Could you be that cool in the cabin that even though the coffee's not piping it?
0: maybe. Woolsey was drinking steaming hot coffee a couple of episodes back.
5: Yes, we have our coffee that hot, but not very many people actually drink it when it's doing that.
0: I watched the last episode of True Blood last week, and no spoilers. They were looking for some coffee, and it says, oh, he only has instant. You (laughs) know, (laughs) disgraceful. I think, hang on a minute, I would drink instant.
5: (laughs) Instant's gross. It's not real coffee.
0: I wouldn't have ground beans if you paid me to have ground beans. Why not? I used to walk past a coffee shop every morning throughout my childhood... And I hated the smell.
5: Uh, I worked for a guy who was from England a few years ago, and we got a bigger facility, so we were like, oh, cool, we can have you know, fresh coffee. He's like, what? We got the, the Folgers crystals right there. And the rest of the administrative staff were like, uh, no, that's not coffee. Send him back.
3: In the woods around the cabin is probably a lot worse
1: than a grizzly.
0: We can get going now. This is where the episode turns into a sci-fi creature feature <laughs> movie.
1: <laughs> Your favourite kind?
0: My favourite kind,
5: exactly. <laughs>
4: Yeah, I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Got shot for his troubles. Bound to happen with all these
2: yahoos running around the woods with guns.
5: Then why am I not being allowed to question them?
2: Because the Air Force is taking over this investigation in the interest of national security. That's why.
0: <laughs> not suspicious at all. So
5: just a grizzly bear, huh?
0: Nothing to worry about.
5: Since when does the Air Force go after a bear in the name of national security?
2: There's nothing for you to be concerned about, Wade. Things will be back to normal around here in no time.
0: Oh dear. Those are final last words, if I've ever heard him.
5: That blood's got a spray paint look in there. <laughs> oh, he's yeah. hot.
1: And possibly half of his head, in it? That bloody yogi bear.
2: Watch yourself,
1: Damn it! <laughs> run out of picnic baskets.
5: I had forgotten how weird the sound effects for the creature were.
1: Someone went a bit mad with a wild, wild petal. Give
0: me free reign, go for it. <laughs> Believe me, lad, it won't be the worst thing about this episode.
5: So,
1: we're talking about a
4: little critter from a different dimension that burrows into a big critter, turning him into a rampaging monster. In a nutshell, nice. <laughs> How do we find it?
3: Well, I've calibrated a number of handheld scanners to pick up the creature's radioactive energy signature. We should be able to track
1: it. You yeah, didn't subtitle so the word handheld.
3: We've also devised a radioactive isotope package that gives off an energy wave similar to the ones emitted by the Sodan cloaking devices.
5: Everybody, uh. <laughs> Alright, we're gonna go on the fourth and die. Okay. Isn't that dangerous for us?
3: Only if you come within 100 meters of the package. They have a decay rate that will leave them inert in less than six hours.
0: <laughs> it is. Don't worry about it, lad. <laughs> You'll still be able to have kids. You just won't have to use glow in the dark condoms anymore. <laughs> Somebody shut a rope. Okay, take Vala out in the middle of the woods.
5: Well, let's give credit where credit's due. Vala is very good at luring people to her.
0: Yeah.
3: (laughs) Would be to plant these isotope packages here and
5: here.
0: (laughs) Such patience, General. He figures eventually she'll tie her out, and then you you can just jump right in.
5: (laughs) Wise enough to not engage her.
2: Starting here, no more than 300 meters apart, radio contact every 10 minutes. That's brilliant. You have your orders. Move out.
3: But they didn't
2: hear the rest of my plan.
0: We'll
1: call it plan B. I personally call it plan D, but that's just me.
0: Yeah, just save it for later.
1: Maybe plan V.
0: You see, this is how you shoot a night scene. You can see it every detail you need to see. We've been watching Falling Skies this week, and every time they shoot a night scene, you can't see what the hell is happening.
5: Did they actually film this know, at well. night, or...?
0: Yes, this was filmed at night. They've got a 360 degree bank of lights around this area they're filming in.
5: You're right, this looks great. You can see what you need to see. It looks like night.
2: It is one. We are many. That is why we will prevail.
0: One of the problems they had shooting at night for these scenes is they had a curfew of when they could use gunfire. So while most of the scene, they actually are using proper blanks, Part of the effects will be what they call garbage can lids, which are basically garbage can lids filled with squibs and little mirrors.
4: <laughs> Sam, what's your 20? We're directly west of you. i got a bogey just northeast of your position. Can you zero in on it?
3: Got it. Moving on target.
4: As good as seeing
0: the actual gun open fire on a TV show and know that they've got an armourer on site to do the job, not just CGI muzzle flashes.
4: We're picking up the same
5: target, sir. always like the way the weapons were on the show. Yeah.
0: And one of the things they can do is actually take the shutter off the cameras, so you can actually see the muzzle flashes. <laughs>
2: secure perimeter.
0: They're circling the wagons. And this is where the 360, since they're lighting it from every angle, they can shoot it from every where angle.
2: We
3: should be right on top of it. Look, no creature, no matter how vicious, is stupid enough to attack a group of this size, so trust me, we've probably scared it off. Yeah. Oh, oh, damn.
1: That looked really bad, CGI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, brain rate was incredibly oh. low.
5: The angry birds knocked him off his pedestal and he's running in the forest.
3: <laughs> Holy hell, did you see that thing?
5: You think we scared it off now? Oh, I think we pissed it off.
3: It's circling us. Backs together.
4: <laughs> Should I have
0: had the alien sound effect have a contact in
1: the area. Hello, JJ Abrams is on set.
0: (laughs) Again, making full use of the location. Letting the camera do all the work.
1: I saw some nice sprays of blood there.
5: Oh there we go. Dilk's got the Rambo gun. (laughs)
1: yes you pathetic things can fire bumblebees at it if you want
5: you can see
0: the muzzle flashes
1: (laughs) how are you doing
3: (laughs) rule number two never approach a creature assuming that it's dead
4: allow me to explain to you a few of my rules
0: yeah the muzzle flashes were actually lighting up the faces as they fired so you know you can tell it's real
2: the target has been neutralized you know what's strange? I have never known a lone creature to behave so aggressively toward a large group.
0: Right, let's go home then. It's all done. What could possibly go wrong now? Have they not seen any of these B-movies?
2: <laughs> Very funny, Mitchell. This is not... No, sir! Get down!
0: <laughs> Behind you, General. Yeah. And that scene is where they're using these garbage cans mm. okay. to create the flash on the trees. Look pretty good. They had squibs on the tree branches to uh, emulate the branches being shredded.
1: Where's Daddy? <laughs>
0: <laughs> they haven't bred yet. That's for a sequel.
5: <laughs> for next week on Sci Fi. Saturday afternoon. <laughs> Feel better? Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, General. You're all in one piece.
3: Shall we see who's flopped their nuts?
0: I'm not sure I'd want to play against Kyoko or Vala. No tilka has got one of those true poker faces, and Valor, well, she could probably cheat at any game.
5: Cowboy sculpture by the window looks like a copy of a really famous artist, but I can't remember what his name
0: is. They're giving him a 30-minute tutorial on how to play poker for this scene.
5: So we're dropping a
2: fresh radioactive perimeter and sealing off the area for another week as a precaution.
3: I think it's unlikely that there's a third creature, sir. Got to place odds on that? <laughs> I'm not much of a
2: gambler. That is
1: obvious. Oh, vicious sarcasm from Tilk, though.
3: <laughs> River comes up. King of Spades. Possible royal marriage or King Kong in the works.
4: Way too much.
0: <laughs> <talk> <laughs> Go, Sam. Go on then. What are you made of? I'm out. Chicken in.
3: I'm all in.
0: Sam playing hardball. I'm out. Vala does a runner, leaving only Tilk as Sam's opposition.
1: She looks practically built of poker faces.
0: Nerves of steel. That's true warrior knows when to fold them. Really? I think she was bluffing. I won.
2: <laughs> I was totally bluffing. Well played, Colonel. <laughs> Thank you, sir.
4: A true warrior knows when to hold them. She took you.
0: There must be at least a dollar's worth of chips there.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Last night was the best time I've had since. I don't know when. The look on your face when I said, Sir, get out!
1: <laughs> oops
0: <laughs> it wasn't being forced face down into the mud then.
4: a hundred times the man has told me to relax not that much <laughs> that much <laughs> yes sir well it's good to see you relaxing too sir right now Jack would have gotten away with that
5: yes he would have
1: Jack as the general would have let him get away with it deal me in
0: <laughs> yes probably <laughs> Okay, guys, remember, let the general win.
1: What's the buy in?
0: He's a general. You don't say no. I mean, he can get you doing anything. But the KP duty, even if you're a colonel. <laughs> I'll say, uh, one of the reasons SG-1 was cancelled is because they ran out of a uh, new woodland to use. I'm sure of it.
5: <laughs> can he use up all the woodland within an hour of Vancouver? <laughs> <laughs> so, do you remember the episode now at all, Alan, or no? No, uh, no but oh. I can see why I don't. Okay. Have nothing wrong with that.
1: Nothing wrong with it, but absolutely nothing memorable about it. Yeah. I mean, a strict five.
5: The awkwardness between the General and Mitchell, that's memorable thing of it.
1: If I had seen it and I wasn't doing a podcast, I would have no reason to ever watch it again. <laughs>
5: <laughs> no,
0: that's fair enough. As we know, and as pointed out, it doesn't really tie into any of the episodes immediately before or after it got the call back to the sedan of course but that's just to give them the way in for the creature yeah
5: so what a bottle episode is what they call it
0: i think it probably cost bottle episodes designed to save money i don't think that would have been a cheap episode to make good point although they did scrimp on the cgi for the monster <laughs> Yeah, it would have been probably easier if they'd have kept it just kind of quick flashes going in between the trees and everything and probably tried to blow it up or something at the end so you didn't actually see it
5: I don't know if they would have been able to get away with that on TV, you know, that the viewers would have liked it like that. Who would enjoy that because it's kind of old school horror movie stuff, but I'm not for sure it would have gone over for the General Republic as much.
0: Well, they could have said it was a furlink.
5: <laughs> That's who else was supposed to be in the forest. We didn't see the knots out there in those ferns.
0: Mm. <laughs> well, they, they've decided they're never showing themselves again. <laughs> not after last time. Mm. Every time we take the cloaking device down and become invisible, there's always trouble. Yeah.
1: Yes, the fact that we have a giant spaceship doesn't seem too relevant. You think the Nox would be good anti-Orai people? Again, if they don't know we're here. Really? You don't think the ori can see through that?
5: Right, that's a fair point. It would have been interesting to see how the Orai dealt with one of, other than the Asgard, one of the original pretty races. Mm Because the Nox were kind of represented to be as powerful as the Ancients were before their civilization crashed.
0: Okay then, that was Uninvited. Mixed reviews. I didn't think it was too bad for what it was. But uh, certainly a break from the Ori and all the problems going on galactic, galactic politics-wise.
5: Yeah, it, maybe that was the whole point of the episode, was to kind of be a relief valve.
1: Yeah. They did mention that.
5: That was the explicit reason for going out into the, the woods. But plot-wise as well, releasing some of the tension of the plot so they could build it back up and go higher before the viewers got exhausted. Wait. Jack? Daniel? Are you you? Yeah, you. What? I like the yellow
1: ones.
0: Never mind. On the news front this week, David Hewlett's latest movie, Debug, which he wrote and directed, is up for pre-order over on Amazon UK, for both DVD and Blu-ray. This came as a surprise to David, since those involved in distribution and marketing are an entity unto themselves. It's worth watching David's YouTube channel, especially for his thoughts on the limits of the filmmaker when it comes to making and getting a movie out to the audience. Once again, not a great deal of feedback from last week's episode, Twitter, as always, was busy, so thanks to everyone that took the time to favourite and retweet our show links, and to keep the Stargate conversation going on all aspects of the franchise. Over on Google+, Matt McLeod posted that Satida was epic, and that it was good to see Ronan doing some acting, and not just being the muscle of the group, and I totally agree. No question that for too long Tilt wasn't used to the character's full extent, but Ronan, perhaps because he was a replacement for Ford, has gotten more support from the writers. This week's birthdays include on the 24th of September Erin Chambers, who played Sora in three episodes of Atlantis. Also on the 24th, it's the birthday of John Sampson. He appeared on screen in Lost City and the Kindred, but also did some stunt work. And again, same day, the birthday of Lauro Cartrand, a stunt performer and coordinator who worked on Atlantis, and appeared as a Jinai in the episode The Storm. On the 27th, it's the birthday of Harry Hiroko Tagawa, who played Turgon in the SG-1 episode Emancipation, and I recently watched him in 47 Ronin and Teen Wolf. Also on the 27th, Christopher Cousins will be celebrating. He was in the SG-1 episodes 2001 and 2010, playing Ambassador Joseph Flaxon, and continues to be a very popular actor for major guest roles on US television. And finally, again on the 27th, is the birthday of David McNally, who would be a very familiar face to fans of Canadian productions and he appeared on the SG-1 episodes Demons and Korai, and the Atlantis episode Epiphany. Keep your eyes on our various sites, and Twitter of course, where we post any of the Stargate-related birthdays we know about. And if you want to get in touch with us, and we both hope you do, you can make use of the contact form over on gatecast.co.uk, and our email address is gatecastpodcast at gmail.com. We are also on Facebook and Google+, and on Twitter we are at thegatecast, which is one word. Both iTunes and Stitcher Internet Radio carry our feed, and you can also manually add it to any podcatcher. We also have an additional RSS feed, which has every episode, and you can find that on our website. OK, let's wrap up.
1: I don't know if you get forwarded, Mike, but Shannon replied.
0: Yeah, I've been direct messaging her.
1: Right, I've no idea who she is. She
0: is Sean's wife from GWC.
1: I didn't know she did a podcast.
0: Yeah, Defiance podcast.
1: Oh, in that case I've met her.
5: Yes, there you go then.
1: <laughs> I understand they have a second child. Yes. So, with GWC sort of ground to a halt.
5: Well,
0: started doing other things. Some of them broke away, started other podcasts, but Chuck is, most of the time you see him doing ridiculously athletic things on a bicycle.
1: Yeah, I saw that. It's disgusting.
0: <laughs> right then, next week we are back with Atlantis and Progeny. And I believe Brad should be joining us for that.
1: Brad? Really? It's been ages yeah
0: shocking isn't it
2: (laughs) Brad's gonna
1: be (laughs) on the podcast awesome
2: (laughs) (laughs) on the next Stargate Atlantis if you intend us harm
4: proceed no further but if you come in friendship please know you're most welcome
1: the team is invited to an undiscovered world
4: oh my
1: but when the hospitality runs out but
2: you possess information that I simply must have the party is over where we going? Atlantis our intention is to destroy it
3: the caucus failed John, we need to set the self-destruct.
0: Next time on Stargate Atlantis. Hope you can join us for that. Until then, I've been Mike. I've been Alan. And I'm Jeff. See you next week, folks. Bye-bye.
5: Bye bye. 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 Bye.
0: You've been listening to the Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk. Stargate forever.